Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Boss Cost. On this morning's episode of Boss Bites, numero three, uh, we've got a few things to talk about this morning. I'm pretty excited about it, starting to get the hang of this whole thing uh, and process. Um, so we'll get straight into it. Uh, Monday morning here, the 7th of October. Can you believe that? Uh, October is here already. It's 2019. It's pretty wild. This year's absolutely flown by. I uh, just got done with some yoga in the morning with, with uh, Coach Hannah. If you guys are not into yoga yet, why not? What are you waiting for? I'm telling you, I promise you, it's, it's going to change your world. It's, it's helped me significantly deal with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so this morning, uh, we got Monday's morning mumbles. We got life hacks. We got boss better. Uh, and then a couple uh, just general questions, advice I've gotten from a few parents and things like that that I'll uh, absolutely be more than happy to answer as well. Uh, so here we go. Let's get into it. Welcome to Monday's Morning Mumbles. So Monday's Morning Mumbles, we're just going to start off with a complaint, uh, something that we hate, whether it be a pet peeve, something that happened over the weekend, maybe something this week that we don't want to do. You know, it's that kind of Monday vibe. Everyone's on their way to work, usually in a bad mood. So I always try to kick it off with that, but then flip it and turn it into something positive. So theme of the week this week, I hate it when uh, I hate it when I stay awake and stress about the amount of sleep I'm either getting or not getting. Um, it can happen to me quite often. Uh, really frustrating sometimes, of course, you know, sleep is so, so, so important. Um, you get little sleep, you wake up the next day, you've got even less energy and motivation to do everything else, which always kind of sucks on a Monday. Um, and for me, I kind of used to get what I would call the Sunday blues. Um, you know, just that kind of stress on a Sunday night of like, man, what do we got to get done this week? What do I need to do? You know, first thing Monday, and then you kind of wake up Monday when the alarm goes off, your heart rate's already racing. You got so many things to kind of, uh, you know, stress and think about. Um, so that's why now my, my Monday morning, uh, kind of part of the routine to combat that is I'm jumping into yoga first thing in the morning with coach Hannah here at the training lab, which has been awesome. Um, kind of good for my peace of mind. I wake up with that stress and anxiety almost straight off the bat. And then after, you know, about an hour, hour and 15 minutes of, of yoga and just kind of slow, mindful movement and practice and things like that um, actually kind of helps me set the tone uh, for my mindset for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. Um, so I hate it when uh, lack of sleep, uh, of course, sleep is super important. Um, I think early in my, my younger years, in my early 20s, uh, kind of was, you know, felt normal or felt okay at least to, to get the little amount of sleep that I did. Um, but now as I've gotten older and into my 30s now, um, it's obviously become a lot more important to, to get good quality sleep. So I'm focusing on it a lot. Um, so I love it when I love it when I can keep a good sleep routine or rhythm. And I'm going to tie that into today's life hacks. Life hacks today is going to be uh, pretty cool and talk about a couple different strategies. Um, and, and all of these help with sleep. So cool. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to Life Hacks with Coach Balls as part of the Boss Cast. Uh, here on Boss Bites, I'm trying to put out at least once every Monday. Uh, so today, I'm going to talk about a strategy called 12 Hours. Uh, now, this is a strategy that I came up with uh, when I traveled a lot, and there's been various times throughout my life where I've traveled heavy, heavy, heavy. Uh, and I don't mean just kind of traveling for fun and traveling for vacation. Um, in particular, uh, off the top of my head, I can 
think of a period of time when I was doing some uh, kind of work and consulting uh, uh, around the combine and, and, and pro days and things like that. And there was a period of time over about four or no, sorry, five weeks where I wasn't in the same place for more than four days at a time. Um, and as a, if anybody's done that kind of traveling where you're just constantly on the move for, for a month or longer, um, you know, it, it kind of throws a lot of spanner in the works in terms of, um, uh, you know, having a stable routine or certain things that you can do every morning, every day, uh, especially traveling that much, traveling, um, you know, over uh, time changes and time zones, uh, different things like that, you know, being in and out of uh, airports and, and hotels and, you know, not having always the best facility to train in or, or gym or things like that. So I created this strategy 12 hours and essentially what it is, um, is making sure that you do all, making sure that I do all of these five things within 12 hours. And that's uh, number one is eat. Um, I'm a horrible, horrible, horrible uh, uh, eater, I guess, when it comes to periods of, of work and stress. Um, and especially travel, I kind of just lose my appetite and I've got so many other things kind of going on and thoughts in my head. I'll literally forget to eat. Um, uh, unfortunately, in my younger years, sometimes for days on end until I start feeling like, man, my blood sugar is low. Or I've got real bad headaches or I'm real jittery. And I start thinking, I'm like, man, I haven't had a proper meal in too long, like maybe a day or two or, you know, sometimes more multiple days, uh, maybe just been snacking or something like that. So one thing super important, I got to make sure I eat every 12 hours. And so I make sure I eat one massive, massive meal um, at least once every 12 hours. Uh, and then, of course, depending on different periods of time, whether I'm, uh, I'm uh, training or, or different things like that, I'll, I'll change it up. But make sure that I eat super important. Number two, also super important, make sure I sleep. Um, of course, when you're traveling that much, it can be really, really hard to get a solid, you know, six, seven, eight hours sleep um, unin uninterrupted, which for me is pretty much non-existent, um, especially during periods of travel. So uh, when I say sleep, it's kind of one of those things that you just get it in wherever you can. Um, I've fallen asleep on trains, on buses and planes. I've fallen asleep standing up. Um, I remember standing up. I was on the tube in London uh, trying to catch a flight and I fell asleep uh, standing up, missed my, missed my stop and had to turn around and go back. Um, but anyways, point being, you catch your sleep whenever you can. Um, naps are hugely, hugely, hugely important. Um, even on a normal work day, if I can get a quick little, you know, 20, 30 minute power nap in at about 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, that's going to be perfect for me because I'm up so early, you know, anywhere from like 4, 5, 6 a.m. Um, kind of gets me to the middle of the day. And then if I got to work till real late at night running classes or, or training sessions or anything like that, if I get that kind of midday break, um, midday kind of nap, and sometimes I won't even fall asleep, but if I at least kind of sit down, maybe do some breathing techniques, um, especially here being at the training lab now, jumping into some of the O2 recovery stuff, um, just kind of finding a little space for myself, putting on some music and, and really just kind of trying to relax and, and bring down those anxiety levels and, and slow down your heart rate and things like that that you can control. Uh, number three, some type of uh, uh, either train, move, or sweat. Now, in whatever combination you can get that in over a period of 12 hours. Of course, if, if you're at a hotel, it can be really hard to get a good proper workout in. Um, so usually what I'll do if I'm at a hotel or airport that doesn't have good facilities, I'll, I'll kind of just find a spot on the floor and do a whole bunch of body weight stuff. I mean, there's so many great movements that we can do body weight, um, body weight wise, uh, and, and not just kind of like yoga and stretching stuff. You know, there's a lot of other really 
really good things you can do. You know, body weight movements, uh, lunges, uh, push-ups, push-up series, uh, a whole bunch of core work. Um, so, you know, it's kind of not, uh, not unusual to see me posted up in the airport, kind of finding like a little corner in, in a room uh, or, or, you know, uh, right out the front of where the where we get onto the plane and they do the boarding and I'm over there sitting there doing some stretches and stuff like that it's always kind of funny some of the kids that are sitting around they'll uh, sometimes either jump in or they'll just kind of look at me weird so that's always a funny thing uh, number four for me, always super important, and that's working. Yes, even on days off, I, I, I like to work, and especially with what I do, I really love it and enjoy it. So for me, it kind of provides uh, an outlet as well of the, all these different ideas and different things that I come up with. So for me, it can be really hard um, to say like, hey, I'm not touching my phone or no technology this weekend, because what might happen is over that weekend, I'll get some you know, uh, light bulb or, or, or gangbuster idea in my head. I'm like, man, I got to get that out. So I need my tablet so I can just unload or dump uh, mind dump all of these ideas onto paper and then kind of see where it goes from there. Um, that's how I've built, uh, uh, created a lot of the course curriculums and um, programming and, and different things like that that, that we that we deliver here and that I've delivered over the last uh, essentially eight to ten years. Um, a lot of that it just kind of hits me, you know. I'll, I'll be falling asleep and you know all of a sudden, bam, idea. Okay, cool. I got to get up and get it out. Um, if you're if you've ever been to my house, you'll see that there's whiteboards um, all over my room <laughs> in my closet in my in my uh restroom in in the hallway um and then at work we got whiteboards everywhere so i'm kind of always like writing notes and drawing and doodling and and that's just kind of i don't know what works for me so some type of work for me every 12 hours even if it's like an hour or or reading or or researching or something else but i would consider all of that work Uh, and work not in a bad way either like i said i love what i do so for me that kind of stuff is enjoyable uh, and then number five, the fifth and final thing that I got to make sure I get in with it within every 12 hours is some uh, is create and that's creating anything again, kind of going off the ideas like I just said of working and, and coming up with ideas. But for me, create uh, is way more, I guess, of an artistic outlet. Not that I would ever consider myself an artist. I'll leave that to my mom and my brother. Um, but in terms of just creating something that's almost out of the box or something completely not related to work. So, um, like lately I've been doing a lot of, uh, research and looking into, um, uh, design and manufacturing, uh, for branding and merchandise and things like that. Of course, here at the training lab, plus a couple other projects I've got going on. Um, another one with a friend of mine, uh, uh, she's just working on a couple ideas for, for a new business and has asked me for some kind of design advice or, or, or things like that. So for me, that's awesome. I, I love that kind of stuff. It really gives me a, a great outlet and kind of, again, keeps my, my head together. So life hacks today are those 12 things and, and, and the strategy that I call 12 hours. So you got to make sure you hit those five things, uh, which I'll just recap right now. So that's eating, sleeping, some type of training, movement, or sweat, uh, some type of work, and then some type of creativity. And then I'll rinse and repeat those. And if I'm doing all of those things over 12 hours and every 12 hours I'm doing it, then I know I'm going to be okay. Um, you know, because again, I'm getting my sleep, I'm getting my, uh, uh, food and nutrition, I'm getting my rest. Plus I'm getting, um, that kind of outlet to that physical outlet with the training and the movement and stuff like that. I think it's super, super important. Um, I got a couple of real close friends of mine that kind of know what's, what, what goes on in my head. And, you know, if they can kind of sense something's up, the, one of the first questions they ask me is like, Hey, have you trained today? And that's always usually a kicker. It's like, nah, yeah, you know what? I need to go train. I need to go lift some weight or, you know, smack a medicine ball around or, you know, throw something around and just kind of let that energy get out of my body. Otherwise, you know, I'll sit with restless leg syndrome at a desk 
um, you know, just kind of doing my head. And I think that'll, you know, especially tie into uh, the sleep problems at night. So life hacks, super important, um, kind of focusing around sleeping. But those life hacks and that 12 hour strategy for me, it's not just about sleep. Like I said, it, it can include all of those other things, um, which for me, if I'm doing all of those five things, then sleeping for me is also going to be uh, a lot better and a lot more on point. Um, so cool. That's life hacks today for this morning's Boss Bites number three. All right, and for the last installment today, Boss Better. Uh, ways to boss better, how to be a better boss. Um, this will kind of turn into a little bit more of a Q&A so it can be a lot more uh, interactive with the listeners, uh, aka you guys. Um, so I had a few people write in and, and give me a couple questions. So I'm going to go ahead and answer those. Um, now, the first one, uh, advice for parents with kids that train hard. Uh, great, uh, great question. Absolutely phenomenal question. Uh, the biggest thing, and this is, goes across the board, I would say not just for kids either, but even top level professional athletes, um, the train hard, the biggest key is smashing that rest and recovery. And one thing that we, we say to athletes, or I always say to athletes is we train hard. We got to recover even harder. Um, especially once you start getting to that kind of upper echelon of, of performance and you're spending days and days and days, uh, training, you got to make sure that you're getting your rest and recovery in um, as well. So learn movements uh, versus just staying on the uh, side of, of focusing on strength. And that's a big thing that I've uh, spoken about quite a bit uh, in terms of youth athlete development is learning movements more so than strength. As you can imagine, these kids, you know, they're only just hitting puberty uh, or maybe haven't even hit it yet if they're, you know, 12, 13, 14. Um, so their strength is going to come naturally as they grow up, as they get, you know, older, bigger, stronger. Longer, you know, their muscles are going to get bigger, their, their bones are going to get thicker and more dense. Um, so the strength stuff is always, for me, going to be supplementary to what we're trying to do. And that and that's really improved movement. So making sure that we're getting our rest and recovery in terms of, you know, movement, joint mobilization. We don't want these kids to be, you know, big and strong. Um, at the sacrifice of also being, you know, really stiff and tight and, and, and inflexible. So we need to focus on that a lot. Um, also other things, uh, just like hydration, sleep, um, all of those things are really, really important, um, which they, they're kind of, you know, yes, they're recovery, but for me, that side of recovery is just as important as the training itself. So, uh, I guess my advice for any parents that have kids that train hard, make sure they're staying hydrated, uh, getting in, you know, uh, uh plenty of water, uh, with, uh, electrolytes as well. Um, Preferably something other than Gatorade, just because of all the sugar content that's in that. Um, the recommendation we always make is uh, lemon lime juice with a touch of uh, pink Himalayan rock salt. That's kind of the general across the board uh, recommendation that we make. And then, of course, we can get a lot more specific, um, you know, in terms of the, that athlete's height and weight, how much water they need specifically, um, as well as, you know, any type of other uh, recommendations for electrolytes if they are low uh, specifically. Uh, the second question I got is how to balance school and goals uh, and kind of being a normal student, quote unquote, um, as well as a student that's also uh, high achieving. Um, that's a great question and something I can speak on, I guess, myself uh, from the first hand. Um, I got called the overachiever a couple times in my undergrad, which I kind of really enjoyed because I just took that on and put it in everybody's face. So when they told me I was an overachiever about one thing, I went and did it six more times. Uh, it's just kind of in my nature. Um, um, but really, you know, uh, work hard and play hard. 
Um, I treated my undergraduate degree, well, essentially I treated all of my degrees as a full-time job. So whether I actually had anything going on or not at the college, I would still spend most of my Monday to Fridays at the university between nine to five. And if I didn't have class, I would go to the library and start getting my work done. Um, so then that way it freed up my nights and freed up my weekends. At the time I was playing, uh, playing a lot of rugby. So we had training two to three times per week and then games every Saturday. Um, so it freed me up to do that. And then of course, you know, being a student, I'm definitely not going to lie. I, I took advantage of being a student, things like college nights and stuff like that at the local uh, bars and clubs and, you know, just hanging out with friends. So I think for, for me, you know, work hard and play hard and that's kind of across the board. Um, but that's how I kept a really good balance with, with school and goals. And, and like I said, by the time I graduated as an undergrad, um, I, I already had my name on a couple of uh, peer reviewed uh published journal articles, which was a huge achievement that, that I was really proud of myself. And so it was kind of cool to have that on, on the back of, you know, my undergraduate degree, as well as still having the memories of, you know, you know, essentially being a young, dumb, you know, idiotic 20 uh, year old at the time, um, you know, everything within reason. Uh, but yeah, that would be my recommendation. So work hard, play hard, make sure you get your schoolwork done first, make sure you knock out any assignments. And, and another big thing too, for me, which was way, way different to most of the people that I was going to school with. Um, I'm not a big procrastinator. And I think that alone is kind of what set me up for success at the university level. So that I was working on assignments, you know, a couple weeks here and there from very, very beginning week one, I would start working on certain assignments, even if they were weren't due till week nine or 10 of the semester. But then that way, by the time I got to week seven, eight, nine, 10, I pretty much already had all my work done. And then all of a sudden, you know, my friends couldn't hang out because they were cramming trying to get an assignment done in, in you know, 20 hours, you know, the, the day before it was due. So that's just me personally. Um, so I would say work hard, play hard, and definitely don't procrastinate. I feel like if you do those two things, you're definitely setting yourself up uh, to be in a much much better position for success at the university, college level, or even high school level for that matter, as well as being able to, you know, have fun, you know, kind of develop your personality, figure things out about yourself, you know, try new things, put yourself in a different, you know, scenarios or situations that might not be particularly comfortable for you. But, you know, those are the times that we really grow um, a lot. So for me, that, that that's kind of my, uh, my advice right there for how to balance school and goals better. Uh, as well as my advice for uh, parents with kids that train hard, rest and recovery is always, always key. Um, and just to finish off today's boss better, how to be a better boss. Uh, now between the end of the year, we're in what we call fourth quarter mentality. Now this is something I picked up from um, Shannon Turley when I spent time at uh, Stanford football. And of course that fourth quarter mentality is what you go into every fourth quarter in the game with. So I kind of took that uh, took that notion or that metaphor and applied it to everyday life. And I always love applying it to this period of time throughout the year. Um, you know, everyone's starting to get excited for, for holidays, especially here in America. we got Halloween, uh, then followed up with Thanksgiving and then Christmas almost, you know, straight off to that. So it's kind of the time in the year where a lot of people will kind of start taking their foot off the pedal and maybe start, you know, relaxing a little bit uh, uh, too soon, in my opinion. Whereas for me in that fourth quarter mentality, that means that we're going to ramp things up. We're going to work even harder, smarter, and even more productive than we have been, you know, throughout the nine months prior uh, uh, throughout this year. And that's really just to kind of round out, you know, round out the year and set yourself up to have a really, really great New Year's. Um, and on that note, you know, if everybody hasn't realized yet, this is the last 
three, last few months of this decade. So for me, this kind of fourth quarter mentality, I'm upping it even more so this year, 2019, and getting us ready for hashtag 2020 vision. Um, and there's a lot of stuff coming next year. Of course, we got the uh, Tokyo Olympics in 2020. Um, 2020 is going to actually end up being a, a pretty big year. Um, I've got lots of travel that I'm trying to plan um, for both work and personal. Um, so we're going to kind of be all over the world next year. Uh, a lot more online stuff coming in terms of courses. <clears throat> I'm just finalizing right now um, the next learning modules, uh, and that's nutrition and metabolic profiling um, for our courses. That's going to be really, really exciting. We've had a whole bunch of questions on that. So yeah, fourth quarter mentality, guys. That's how we're going to round out Boss Better and today's Boss Bites. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be, be on the lookout for episode three coming soon. I'm going to have an extra, extra special guest for you guys, um, as well as these Boss Bites coming out every Monday with Morning Mumbles, Life Hacks, and Boss Better, How to Be a Better Boss. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in and, and listening and providing feedback, um, both good and bad. Um, i always take on the critical feedback, too. That's definitely how I get better. Uh, so much love. Uh, I appreciate all you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. And as promised, guys, if you've been following along on my Instagram story, I said if you're listening to today's Boss Bites, you're going to get a top secret special code. And now that code can be used with any, any, any training lab product, um, courses, nutritional consults, um, literally anything that we do here at the training lab, you can use this code. And that code is BOSS10. So write that number down. B-O-S-S-1-0. BOSS10, that's going to be your discount code, um, kind of club code, whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of just really a token of appreciation for myself or everybody that listens in. Uh, I'm going to start talking a lot more about the uh, the HTMA, which is the hair tissue mineral analysis test. For anybody out there that's listening, that's kind of curious and doesn't really know where to start, you know, to, to change their diet around and things like that. For, for me, I'm always going to recommend the HTMA first. So what it does is you throw in, uh, you send in um, a little clipping of your hair to the, to the lab that we have partnered with uh, over in Texas. And what they do is they use that to break down and come up with, or, or, or not come up with, sorry, to measure your current nutrient and mineral profile. And that means all the things in our bodies uh, that basically makes our body work and, and function, things like you know, uh, calcium, sodium, uh, all different types of, uh, of electrolytes, a number of different things, including even uh, toxic metals and stuff like that. So what it does is a test gives us our results, tells us exactly where we are. Also gives us our metabolic profile or what metabolic type we are. From there, we can start understanding how your body deals with stress. Once we understand those key components, we can start telling you exactly what to eat and what not to eat. And it gets so detailed down to the level that it'll even tell you specifically what types of fruits and vegetables and proteins to have and the ones to avoid. Um, so for example, like myself, uh, I need to have an increase of methionine. So my, the recommendation for me was to start making a substitute or protein substitute and start having more things like turkey because turkey has uh, uh, quite a high amount of methionine in it. And for any of these um, kind of dietary or nutritional recommendations that we make, we always want to, we always try to prefer to get it from real food first. So once we get it from real food, then we're also getting the, the nutritional and the caloric intake that we need to be able to fuel our day or our workouts or whatever it may be. Um, and again, this is not just for 
elite athletes, uh, this is for everybody across the board. This is kind of where we start and start figuring out exactly what you need. Um, and, and then again, the, exactly the things that you don't need. So hold on to that code. That's for HTMA test. It's going to be for any upcoming, you know, things like webinars, seminars, um, any of the uh, in-person courses or, or clinics or classes that we have on offer. We've got a whole new scheduled timetable starting next Monday. Uh, really excited about that. We've got a train VIP strength and conditioning kind of lifestyle program. Um, we've got a whole bunch of adult skills coming, um, striking, wrestling, jujitsu, uh, yoga with Hannah, which is awesome. Like, uh, like I said, in the beginning of this, uh, episode today is what I started off with this morning, kind of set my day on, on, on track, uh, for the rest of the week. So we got a lot of things going on. Uh, again, I really appreciate everybody for listening in and tuning in. If you have any questions at all, or even something that you want me to answer, maybe here on the boss bite as part of the, uh, boss better, how to be a better boss let me know. So, all right, guys, really appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon.